Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about some of the ways that we enhance speed in our athletes. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am with my crew of physical therapists and strength coaches, or at least the ones that aren't camera shy, that want to join us on the podcast. We're here answering your questions, PT, sports performance, fitness, career advice, business stuff, anything you want to ask, head to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link and be sure to fill out the form to ask your questions on the show. These are these are all real questions, right? We didn't make these up. These are from, from real humans that uh, probably have some of the same questions that you have, right? So if you have one, drop it in our box and we'll make sure we'll try to get it in a future episode. So let's see, <clears throat> before we get to this week's question, we've got Dave Tilly, Lenny McCrina, Lisa Russell, Dan Pope, Mike Scudo, Mike Scudo, Dewesh Podell, all here answering your questions from Champion. So this week, for our amazing question, because we have an amazing question this week, this one comes from George from Utah. George says, we don't get a lot of people from Utah, by the way, right? We should mm-hmm. start keeping track of which states we get people from. I like it. Oh, Dewesh, by the way, is already unmuted and ready to unleash. <laughs> I'm just going to unmute my... <laughs> He's ready to unleash. Let's see. <clears throat> George from Utah says, hey, champion. One thing I've tried to research, research more lately was how to improve speed in my athletes. I see many people work on form and technique, while <laughs> others say speed is just a result of strength and power. How does champion improve their athlete speed? Um, I like this question, right? And Duesh and I kind of talked about this a little bit when, when it, when it kind of came in a little bit, but I like this question. I think that's actually a pretty solid debate that we're seeing online a little bit here is, is speeds just like a technique and a form type thing, or is it really just like a correlation between how strong and powerful somebody is? And (laughs) I mean, if you, if you've been listening to our show long enough, right, you know that we never say it's one, right? It's the answer is almost always going to be both to an extent, right? So I already gave you like the answer a little bit, but, but, but good, but good question there, George. So Duesh, obviously, why don't you start this off? Duesh kind of, you know, runs our sports performance stuff at champion. So I think he's probably the most uh, in tune with this sort of stuff. Um, And then, and, and take it away, I guess, from there, Duesh. Yeah. So to start, I think, you know, reiterating what Mike said, it's, it's often both. Right, we kind of have the same discussion with the soft tissue work and the and the loading and all that stuff all the time. But I think in this case, it's also both. Now, with that said, um, you know, we we always got to think specificity. If you're trying to get an athlete really, really fast, and the end goal is speed, right? The focus of the program does have to be on sprinting, running, right? If we're talking multi-directional speed, it's got to be on change direction. So practicing it is probably going to be a bigger benefit 
than maybe even some of the strength and power stuff, right? So that's one thing that we can't forget. Um, we, we know that, you know, getting stronger, being more powerful can definitely impact speed quite a bit. But if you're never running, right, it's hard to say that you're going to get faster, right? So I think that's one thing to consider. Now, with that said, the way that I kind of think about improving speed in my head is it's three categories of things, right? I put a, a ton of emphasis on positions and posture, put a ton of emphasis on power, and I put a ton, ton of emphasis on practice. Um, so those are like my, my three P's. I, and, I, uh, say, I think I see where you're going with this there. Those are a lot of P's in, the, in those words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's just one way that I like to, that I like to simplify the process, right? Because we, we do know that posture is really, really key. Um, we have distinct phases of speed. We have an acceleration phase. We have top end sprinting mechanics that look fairly differently as far as positions and postures go. So I make sure that I have athletes understand and have practice in on all these positions. <laughs> Um, understand some like the key differences. We know that acceleration is slightly more uh, ground contact time. It actually requires a little bit more like strength to get going um, because you got to push into the ground for a little bit longer. Whereas top end sprinting mechanics is a little bit more elastic in nature. You're kind of cycling a little bit quicker. Um, Stride frequency is higher while stride length is also pretty long. Whereas on acceleration, um, the stride length is long, but you're actually pushing into the ground for quite a bit longer, right? So we do know that in these instances, like you need to be powerful, you need to be strong, right? So we do train our athletes to be powerful and strong. Um, so again, to answer the question in a, in a holistic sense, um, a lot of emphasis on strength and power so that they have the baseline capability of being fast. Just think about raising that floor up for the athlete or even really like raising the ceiling up, right? If we're, if we're talking about what's like the, the end goal or, you know, what's, what's the max speed that they can achieve. Right. You could probably get them really fast just by doing sprinting work and just by doing position work and practicing. But if we can improve their strength and power, they'll probably have a higher ceiling to potentially get faster than they would if there was no strength training involved whatsoever. I like that. And it's it's funny too, like for some reason, like sprinting and speed work, um, people don't think of like any other sport activity. So let's say like baseball pitching velocity, right? That's like, do we, do we work on strength and conditioning or do we just work on pitching mechanics lessons, right? Like the answer is almost always both, right? You want to be as strong and powerful as you can be with efficient mechanics that are, are related to increasing your output, right? And there's lots of ways you can sprint poorly, right? That you can have poor mm-hmm. form that may be limiting your speed, right? But also like, I, I think we also like to think you're probably not maximizing your speed if you're not maximizing your strength and your power. Right. So yeah. it, it, it's kind of, it, you know, interesting to kind of, you know, put it that way. I think a lot of people say that, uh, but it's funny like how many times have we had parents like contact us or ask us and say like, Hey, you know, I want to get my kid on a, uh, you know, do you guys do like a speed camp? Right. Every, why do parents want to do <laughs> speed camps? That's like the biggest thing. Like, do you guys do speed and agility work? And it's like, well, your kid's 12, right? Like he's <laughs> like, I don't know if, I, I don't know if, if I was doing ladder drills and stuff, but it, it's like, that. that's what like the, the parents think uh, is the most appropriate thing for them. So, I don't, I don't know. Why don't, you, why don't you touch on that just briefly, Dewey, because that's, I think, the answer to George's question, mm-hmm. right, is, is to work on a little bit of both, right? But, like, how do, we, how do we educate, like, the parents that come to us? Like, is there anything, like, you, you say, or is it just explaining what you did? Yeah, no, I, I definitely do think there's a big education component to it. Um, I think it's fairly easy for an, for an athlete or a parent to just kind of assume, like, all right, here's kind of what I see everyone doing. 
um, to get faster. They do all these like fancy drills. They do all these things that look like speed. They, you know, it looks like quick feet and they assume that that's what's equating to speed. Right. So all we got to do is we got to just kind of get their understanding to be a little bit different where, you know, we explain to them, all right, here's, here's what acceleration or, you know, picking up speed looks like, right. Here's what, once you pick up speed, here's what maintaining that top end speed looks like. Here's how you change direction a little bit more efficiently, right. If we can start getting them to understand some like the key component parts, and then we start explaining how we work on those component parts separately and then put it all together as a whole, I think they can get a better understanding, right? So typically, yeah. if I have an athlete or a parent that's really, you know, focused on speed and that's all they want, and that's all they like care about when they come into the facility, I say, hey, listen, like we're going to work on all those things, right? We're going to make sure that, that your athlete understands all the positions. They're going to get a lot of practice and actually being fast and running fast, right? And get the exposure for it. But we know that, let's say we have athlete A and athlete B, they both have really, really good technique, right? What's the thing that's going to separate them out and that's going to be how powerful they are as an athlete, right? So I get them an understanding of if you do work on that power component, so you're going to be able to get yourself to have higher potential as an athlete um, and not just simply come in here and do fast fast feet, you know, the the latter stuff and I like you know, whatever, whatever else yeah, is fancy. And I'd share too, just like from our biomechanical work with like some of the stuff we've done at the lab at ASMI or even now with the White Sox we're doing with our, our lab that we're doing there is if we're looking at force production output and what we're trying to do. So if you're a strength coach, physical therapist working on that, uh, most of it is hip extension and then ankle plantar flexion right? So keep that in mind, right? When you want to start building programs, it's hip extension and ankle plantar flexion. I think we always go straight to the knee, right? When we talk about sprinting, well, I mean, you guys probably don't, but maybe, maybe, maybe I did at one point in my life, right? But like, it, it's not about like how fast you can drive up. It's how, it's about how fast you can drive down, right? And then kind mm-hmm. of explode off it. It's, it's a very interesting thing. So when you're building your programs, it's hip extension and plantar flexion, strength and power. I think that that's a really important kind of factor to consider with speed and, and, and even probably just agility with everything. So, um, so I don't know, this is a big topic, right? So I think George gets that. I think George gets a little bit of his understanding that you need to be strong and powerful, but we need to do some form sprint form. Isn't something we learn, right? As physical therapists, we don't learn it at all. Of course, as strength and conditioning coaches, I would assume, you know, I didn't learn it in my preparation in there. Um, Dwesh, what do you think is a great resource that you could maybe share with people that you think helped you understand a little bit of those three P's that you came up with, but really the ones related to, you know, your form and, 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 and that aspect of strength, um, speed and agility? Yeah, my, uh, my two go-to resources for speed stuff um, is definitely Derek Hansen. Um, he talks a lot about linear speed. So he's a, he's a big track coach. He does a lot of consulting with, you know, um, NFL teams and NBA teams and stuff. Um, he's a really good one to learn just linear speed, really gain understanding. Um, right. He's, he's taken a lot of, um, Charlie Francis work. He's, you know, a, a big time name in the strength conditioning industry, um, and has done a lot of sprint work. So he's my favorite for linear, uh, for change of direction and lateral speed, um, Lee Taft is another guy that I really look up to and, you know, tend to pick up a lot of stuff from. Um, so if you just follow those guys and, you know, follow maybe some of the other people that they follow, you're probably going to get a pretty good amount of information on how to, how to learn more about speed and, you know, postures, positions, yeah. um, and all the practice and programming too. 
Yeah. And I think they all have like a bunch of good resources too, for like, you know, educational mm-hmm. stuff too, that they can pick up on. So, um, awesome. Great stuff. I feel faster already. I don't know about you guys. Um, so I think that, I think that was a success, successful episode. That was good. Uh, we probably had the longest duration of mutes, uh, from the physical therapist on their zoom calls, uh, during this, but I like it. Um, good stuff to I appreciate it. Um, if you have a question like George, please head to micronald.com, click on that podcast link, and we'd love to answer away anything you want to talk about just ask in that form and we'll get to it on a future episode thank you so much thanks so much for listening to the podcast if you have a question you'd like us to answer head to mikerinal.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe rate and review us on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and please share this with your friends to help spread the word it would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.